0: Unexamined opinions are faulty opinions. I'm Justin Foster. And I'm Juan Kingsbury. Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast. This is a show where we confront our own ideas, biases, and opinions, and hope you do the same for yours. So buckle up for some subversion and heresy and keep an open mind.
1: Okay. So when I worked at the little gym, every parent told me their kid was ADHD or ADD. And I didn't know any better. I knew of those things and but then one day I realized oh no when a kid actually has that it's a totally different kid and things like eye contact and listening, etc. And then I realized, oh, these parents are just tired and <laughs> they they're trying to warn me about their kids. But on today's topic, I think the that that's how I thought we could intro of mis mislabeling or almost maybe even putting a negative negative stigma around Yeah
0: or casually casually labeling people like it's it like saying so-and-so is a narcissist. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and you could, you could pick that, you could pick, um, you know, all kinds of things. I think what happens is we have like, we live in the too much information age. So it's easy to read an article from, you know, scientific America and then regurgitate it as if you were the expert in it. I mean, I've been guilty of that myself. That's why I, I try to source everything that isn't doesn't come from my, you know, you know, I want to be academically sound uh, or intellectually sound. And so this, this this idea for a topic came from a book actually that um, if we could put in the show notes, uh, it's called Driven and Driven is a book by Douglas Brackman and Randy Kelly and Douglas Brackman is I think like a psychotherapist and Randy Kelly is a former Navy SEAL. And I felt this way for a, a, quite a long while. So, you know, my I didn't grow up with anything like like they used to say, well, the, your kid's hyper. Maybe they yeah. get hyperactive or um, he talks too much in class or he's restless. Or uh, my mom, my first grade teacher told my mom, there's too much Justin to go around. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Um, are you, what are
1: you like, 10 in first grade, 8?
0: Like that, I was five. Too much
1: Justin
0: go around, too much Justin go around. So, um, but then and then my and the Logan and Caden, they you know, that was Logan's 28, Caden's 22, so certainly it was starting to be a thing as they when they were when they were little. Um, and I just I just have had the sense though, it's like, why are we saying disorder? Why are we saying disorder? I understand that you got to put it in some sort of container, but why not call it a tendency? Or why not yeah. call it um, something else other than disorder? Because of that, assumes that that if you if you if you don't like to take standardized tests, if you don't like to sit and listen to a teacher, if you don't like to do boring work, that doesn't mean that you have a disorder. It means that you're just wired differently.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I definitely my, my generation. I'm kind of I think probably closer to you, but not. Definitely older than your son, um. Was like uh, in the eighties, special and, and all these things, but also like, right. uh, uh, it's not the right invite or what do you call it? Not not babying. Although that's the term, but you, we, uh, like coddling, coddling, but then also like it's like these two extremes that uh, in hindsight probably did more damage than than they uh, we originally intended. But I think. As you're, you're talking about these gener or we're talking about these generations, you probably were outside a whole lot more. <laughs> like, the the focus was, you know, like, actually, just from a cartoon standpoint. You grew up watching cartoons, I would assume, occasionally? I mean, a little bit. Like, we didn't have a TV growing yeah. up.
0: But I saw it at my buddy, a friend's house as my grandparents sometimes.
1: Did your son watch cartoons? Oh, yeah, very would, much. Would you guess more than you? A thousand times more. Yeah, and I think that's what we... we have more systems, and it's inside, sit down inside. And the like. people, like, especially college students, are always like, I don't want to be at a cubicle. I'm like, no one can, does. <laughs> but um, it's not natural to be in a little square box in overhead lighting all day. But I really believe it just bothers some people a whole lot more. Right. And to right. me, those are the artists, but also the, the criminals or actually the people who don't fit society's norms. And so I think that's what the, we, we are even though we're a free country and capitalism, we want you to conform and shut up and be a widget and buy your products and, um, you know, don't yeah. protest the way that we want you to. And all and so all these things are, was it Nick Offerman, non we're, we're conformist, or at least that's what the system wants us to do as opposed to yeah. rage against the machine. So right. I think we, we have kind of like how we both have, we're working out and way more equipment and yet we're more obese as a society <laughs> than ever before. Right. Yeah. Um, so. We have the,
0: we have those, like, we have a type of fragility now, too, that you haven't, you know, that we've never really experienced. And I saw, it's a fairly famous meme, but it says, clitoris uh, has 10,000 nerve endings and is still less sensitive than a Trump supporter. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> That's so funny and so true. Yeah. yeah. And, and so there's, but... This, this rush to label something a disorder, I think, encourages fragility. It, encourage, it encourages conspiracy. It encourages this idea that life is out to get me because of the way I am. Yeah. And now certainly, um, if you're a person of color, especially if you're a black male person of color, your chances of having something very violent, happen to you from the police department is much higher than other, other, other situations. Um, but the, but the, it's the, it's, it's, I think, that, I think one of the side effects of the the rush or the, the, the tendency to label things disorders or use cat use psychological terms in a casual way has led to a, a, a different kind of fragility that, you know, you go back and try to, explain like fragility to like the world war ii generation they yeah. would, would be like what the fuck are you what do you what do you what are you, you saying what are you saying this yeah. doesn't make any sense to me yeah
1: well and i think that what's uh, semantics is always to me has always been a problem um or i should say the source of miscommunication what i mean is not necessarily what you heard um and <laughs> what a word means you know being a uh, strong-willed great you're female being strong-willed in the 60s, a little different, you know, right. being a black person in the 60s, in the 20s, you know, and so, um, like, someone actually just asked me the other day, like, why, why? actually, not just the other day, a couple minutes ago, one, why are people always surprised that black peoples exist and have feelings, and I said, my opinion, and I might be wrong, it's because <laughs> the world never cared, <laughs> and, you know, it's, we, we are, it's one system, and the more people talk, um, right. the more perspectives we're hearing. And it's good right. we have a voice. Um, frankly, I know this is a different conversation for the day. I hate that word, fragility. I hate that book. The, uh, or I should say I hate it. I get the message. I like Anti-fragile, it. Anti-fragile? Nassim yeah. Talib's book? Um, shoot, I just had it. Uh, the c- Coddling of the American oh, Mind. Oh, Coddling of the American Mind. One of my
0: all-time favorite books. Yeah,
1: and st- <laughs> quickly going down to the bottom. And, and it's not It's not the book. It's not the message. The same thing with like CrossFit It's uh-huh. or, or Joe Rogan. It's not the source, although all those things I could say, other stuff that I don't like. It's it's the, this is the message. Here we go. Christianity. I always thought my beef was with Christianity. No, it's with the human beings, the Christians. And, and that really took away from the learning and the spirituality exploration. But the... Um, the labeling, I mean w- that's what we do. We we put something in a box. It's either left or it's right. It's how we survive. And I think that's what it is. Like we're trying to survive. And it's the other side of the edge of science. You know, some the other day, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the uh-huh. um, some beef company like dunked on him or whatever, the social whatever slang right. of he said that the science doesn't care whether or not you believe in it, it's true either way. And they were like, No, that's anti-science. Science is constantly uh going again and i'm like okay this is good brought attention but the whole reason i like neil is he brought attention to science stuff that i've heard about for years and did not care about Right, um, and so but but like but what is science and a lot of us think of science as the arrogant doctor who doesn't really care how you feel or you're a woman so go ask your husband other pe- mm. th- people think of science as nasa or elon musk but science isn't science because we're all human beings and we have our own definitions um, right. and it gets really dangerous. I think when we start to label our psyche or our kid's yeah. psyche or our friends.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's when it gets dangerous of what you do when you start to call, when you call something a disorder. I mean, you could take things like um, dyslexia or um, the, being on the spectrum and, I will I will give massive credit to younger parents that I'm seeing. So the basically the millennial aged parents yeah. are now raising Zoomers, and those kids that are um, on the spectrum that would be diagnosed with these air quotes disorders, these parents are essentially pushing back against the system labeling them as some sort of uh, having some sort of defect. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's similar to like, you know, I don't, we don't, we've, we've had body shaming for a while, especially if you're a woman and all these crazy expectations from society, about the way you should be shaped and, you know, all that. I think that, I think that we're emerging into like psychology shaming where psyche shaming, where we're, where we shame people for things like having ADHD as being diagnosed with ADHD, and it's we're we're using shame to say, well, you need to pay attention, or yeah. stop multitasking, or you know, like that's you know, or, or using things like, well, that's rude. I remember when Juan, when I was when I was um, uh, I I was a my my one for my one year of college I was in a history class and it was bored because I knew everything that the teacher was talking about because I'm a history nerd. So I was. I brought a newspaper, and he's and I'm reading a newspaper in the classroom. Like you know, it's like one of those big lecture halls, you know, and like you know that st- theater yeah. style. And I'm up in the back. i reading a newspaper, and I hear this. Um, excuse me, you know, and the teacher is like, uh, "Young man, do you find why did you find it? Why do you you need to put down that newspaper?" And I said you need to be more interested. <laughs> <laughs> and he kicked me out.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and I think that's, um, that there's a, a theme there is anytime we have this danger, it's, it's a system that wants you to be a different way, which is be interested in me, whether or not I'm, um, interesting or, or, or doing, especially I think academics and. Uh, um, uh, any type of system military medicine etc it's you're doing it wrong because i'm the expert and i have a coat or a star or or some a, a designation accreditation not for not but um it's or a badge um and we we label people thugs or stupid or lazy etc um but those to me i was like those aren't finite you know hard worker grit i'll hustle all the, i'm like those aren't those aren't unique to you know i don't know white capitalist or or black mm-hmm. athletes or whatever it is and yet we designate the, these same groups over and over with these positive things and i'm like if i took trump and made him a kindergarten teacher you know or or you and made you i don't know uh, um a history teacher although i don't know maybe be pretty fun as a history oh, teacher
0: I, I would have been good at that
1: but. but maybe not in a high school that wanted you to teach the certain type of history, you would yes. be, um, and that's the thing, and that's that's where I see a lot of people, especially here in Arizona, of teachers, they're like, I'm like, you're a bad teacher, and they're like, Wow. and I'm like, I'm trying to be controversial, I'm like, no, the system doesn't want your high, enthusiastic, the system wants you to do what the system needs, right. I'm not saying you're really a bad teacher, but in terms of how you want to be versus the job that is being asked of you, it's not stand on the table and inspire the students, it's... Right move them through the system so you can yeah. get on to the next one. I
0: think that I think with this labeling of, of things as disorders comes in, it is this, well, first of all, it's a hell of a business model to, yeah, to, that's to, yes. If you have a disorder. Um, and number two is, is that it's also serves the purpose of um, if, if you get, and again, it sounds like I'm borderline conspiracy theory here, but if you get rid of all of the, people that are restless and bored and all of the things that make up, say, let's say ADHD. I mean, we could pick anything that's labeled a disorder. I'm using ADHD for a reason, which I'll t- talk about in a minute is um, if you were a, a, to eliminate all those uh, people from a system, the system works a lot better. If you eliminate, if you eliminate, the, eliminate the, the, the kids, with ADHD, from the system, like pull them out of the system. Oh yeah, system works better. Yeah, that's true in corporate environments too, where you know they would say like, um, you know, you're not management material because you question things. Yeah, you know, which is crazy. Yeah,
1: well, and yeah. it's it's like, uh, would, would you, or you said a couple seconds ago the, it's a business or how do you business model? It's a business, you... mo- it's a business yeah. model. And then I'm thinking. Oh, they all are. Like who's who's the guy? I think you like him. Seth Godin? Tribes? Um, the the, the marketing guy. You know Seth uh-huh. Godin? Yeah, Seth Godin. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love um, him. Um Tribes, you know, and, and uh or what's Brene Brown Vulnerability. There's all these phrases that to pop out. You know, empathy, EQ, um, and not the same as ADHD, but um like you you hear these or what's it what's the one about the like smoke or not smoking? Mouthwash. Like the uh-huh. old school of like there was no problem with mouthwash, but you end yeah, up saying this was, yeah. yeah, was a made-up, yeah, made up thing. And yes. and I'm, I don't think it's as 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 manipulative, and intentional as that. But I think you, you I want a buzzword. I want to you know like it ends up catching on. And I think it does some more... Even the, the grit lady, I think Angela Duckworth is the one. She's. I've heard her speak. She's like, yeah, people are, are really reading into my stuff. And it's funny, I've been accused of racism or classism. And here right. I am, an Asian woman who grew up poor. And that's what she was saying. I was like, that's my beef with the stuff. Not what she wrote, not the time and effort and the real findings. But it's that people... It's like when you glean the article and you just make your conclusion by the, by the title, you know, ADHD or my, my favorite pet peeve, introvert, extrovert. Like I want to eliminate those from people's language, especially as a self-talk. I mean, to me, if you talk a lot and you consider yourself spiritual, that equals introvert. (laughs) And it's like, that's go on social media. That's all I see. And that's not wrong. They're allowed to do that. You know, it's my personal opinion. And most of the time I keep it to myself, but to me, I think what the reason why you're saying, hey, this is a problem, is we are demonizing just tendencies that actually are great uh, uh, advantages, and um I think my dad told me, he's like, I can never support it, but being colorblind, he said it's actually advantageous when you're hunting, that you mm-hmm. would see, because you don't see all the spectrum, right. Um and I was like, I wonder if that's true, but I feel like is—is is that what you're saying? That yeah. So, so this
0: is where they kind of spark this. As I'm reading this book I mentioned at the beginning of the, the episode called Driven, and um, it is—it's essentially the the epigenology neuroscience case for the idea that what they call a, what what ADHD um, and other forms of those type of things that have been labeled disorders are actually um genetic markers that are a remnant um of the population that still has the genetic wiring of a hunter-gatherer. Yeah. And so they call it driven. And it's what they call this model or this archetype, the the driven. And what 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 it is is that ADHD or some variation of that, what they call multi-thinking, which I love that term. Or pattern recognition um, are, are are all skills that are necessary to keep a village safe and fed. And um, where most of our social programming over the last you know seven thousand years has been primarily related to agriculture and religion, and then uh, industri- industry and religion. Yeah. And then education, industry, and religion—you um, know, the, the rise of you know the, of the university system, which I'm not faulting. You know, I'm just saying that when this, when 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 the when the predominant when everyone had the hunter gene, where most people had the hunter gene, and that was the that was the norm. Yeah, there were no systems that would be challenged by it. It was like, all right, you can hunt deer, you can make the best arrows, and you're the best hunter, and therefore we're going to make you the chief, or you're the bravest. When we go to war, you kick the most ass, so yeah. you're the chief now. And we, we, and so there's a there's a group of people, and I definitely, in in reading this book, identify with a lot of what they're saying. That we're wired for a, a world that is entirely made up of danger. Um, and that's what we're wired for, but there isn't a lot of danger. Yeah, there isn't a lot of danger. Um, and there's one of the lines from the book is if you're afraid you're not in danger. Oh yeah. Because if you're actually in danger, fear doesn't exist. Yeah. Focus, fight, flight, or freeze exists, but afraid or fear is a, is a uh, feeling you have before and after an incident.
2: Yeah,
0: Um, And so you think about this and and Jacob Norby wrote about this in blessed are the weird is that there's, which is much more of a mystical or spiritual book, but around the same idea is that if you're wired for a certain way, if you're wired a certain way, you're a threat to a system. So you're going to get marginalized. And then therefore you need to have enough self-confidence to fight back against that. To stand up for who you are, um, which is why, you know, like, that's why, you know, I like it's one of those things where if I was, uh, you know, going to ever run for president, one of my primary um, campaign themes would be cert- around public service and that everyone after leaving high school needs to do two, two years of public service, either Ameri- AmeriCorps or the U.S. military. Yeah. To, to reunite us with these, the fact that we're all in this together. Yeah.
1: We um, have a conversation. I don't even know if you remember it. And, and I wish we had re- the podcast then because we could go back and revisit it. But we were talking about like building homes or, oh, I'm sorry, building a cabin. You, you're a hunter, mm-hmm. but you're like, hey, I need a, a, a an HQ and I want to sleep and not get attacked by a bear mm-hmm. or a rain on, And you build your house, square box, roof, or whatever it is. But then you leave the house, mm-hmm. and then today with modern, you know, now you you can have toilet pla- toilet paper delivered to your door. You can have food delivered. Yeah. You don't have to leave, and if you don't leave that house that protects you, now is more of like a prison that you voluntarily yeah. win in, and it becomes um, shelter, but then also, uh, uh, well, a prison, jail, it, and, and it, it's it's how you use it, and um, you know, I, I you. I think you were quoting the book, but there's not a lot of danger for modern society. Yeah, because we're all in our prisons or our sales, right. cells, but yeah. nature is really dangerous. Maybe not all yeah. of the time. Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And last year, Courtney and I, we did our 25 mile over hike and I'm like, oh, you know, how many hours or how many days without water? How many days without food? It's hot and then it's cold. And then I, I could hear the bugling and the elk and like, it, everything wants to kill me the flies or whatever and it, so it's to the point of fear it's like no I, I don't have time to do that I mean we weren't in what most people considered but I was like wow we're miles from anywhere and we knew there was toll booths etc and I think that was part of the fun and while we were able to cleanse but when you're at your home no we're we're not in danger and we end up being stuck in our head but and this is kind of a a, a cornucopia of, of topics but I think going back to those disorders it's according to that system i'm a hunter i come in i make a house i have some kids we grow but eventually i'm like it's just easier for me to lead this house in this neighborhood in this town that becomes the system the ecosystem as opposed to the whole world around it i hire people based on my system i have a church I fit and the system isn't bad but then it becomes like have you heard this quote i keep writing everywhere i go when i see a whiteboard don't mistake the finger pointing to the moon for the moon itself, Right. the system yeah. education, I think is the reason a lot of us don't like math, science, biology, history. And yet we all like those subjects when we learn about our grandparents, our own bowel movements or whatever it is, oh, yeah. but these systems are built for good reason. Um, but if we don't kind of like with police, like if we can't, uh, objectively say, Hey, there's room for improvement, yeah, we've kind of gone a little down a deep side, or or nonprofits. I love to pick on nonprofits. I'm like, well, you still need profit or cash flow. Otherwise, you just have a good idea, and people right. are tired of hearing it. Yes. So these these to me these the protection of the system. If you forget why it exists and it doesn't serve something bigger, right. then we start to use these labels where the individual person yeah. carries them as weights as opposed to strengths.
0: Yes. Yeah, and you and you could take um, you know people that don't feel like they're part of like, and I felt this way my whole life. I don't really feel like I'm part of societal norms. I don't belong anymore to any groups of any sort. Um, I don't. I don't like casual con. Like I don't like thin conversations. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know. I don't care about. There's just, and, and I think what I'm realizing is, is that all of that's okay. Like I used to think something was wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and so maybe this is a thing that I'm sensitive about because once you are told that something's wrong with you, especially if you're a child, that's, that stays with you. That is a demon that stays with you in your relationships, in your career, in your own like spiritual journey that there's something wrong and i think we just need to be much more aware of which is why i go back to the uh, sort of ont- ontological structures and things like what do we call things yeah um and 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 by, can we call them something other than a disorder like i said can we call it a tendency
1: yeah uh, well and i feel like it's not i mean you i don't think you've outright said it's school and medicine as be Bad. No. These things are on to something. There clearly is something about the yeah. way someone with attentive yeah. deficit disorder thinks and, and da da da. But um one well, I think if you if Justin, instead of grade school or high school, or whatever, instead of that school in was it Idaho or Washington? Uh Oregon or, or Oregon. Um it's close. Damn. <laughs> I almost sunk your battleship. Uh what if you went to like one of those fancy schmancy New York schools for a school of arts and you come in there with your knowledge and you're ahead of the class. Those are schools that cultivate that sort of challenging the system. Right. Would you be not necessarily bland and just a cog, but now you're around your people. You know, there's all the country singers or all the other stuff. Like, would yeah, that artists, have, yeah, would that would, have?
0: If, that, if I would have had that environment, I think that I it wouldn't have taken me until my mid forties to figure this shit out.
1: Yeah, but but I think Cause, also because I, I
0: look at I look at Logan and Caden, my sons, who definitely have you know, would be diagnosed, I believe very much with diagnosed air quotes with yeah. ad with ADHD, ADHD in particular, not so much ADD. Um, and I have other friends that have been diagnosed with that is they, because they were never told something was wrong with them. They have learned to embrace their, their uniqueness in a, in a, in a very different way. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's what I think that, I think that we all want to know we're okay. Yeah. And so if we can find a group of people that was kind of the same, they're like, Oh, I'm okay. And that's, I, this is the first really the first time in reading this book driven where I'm like, Oh, I am actually part of a, a group of people, um, you know, are likely I'm part yeah. of this group of people. I don't want to identify as that group. I just want to identify as a human man. But, um, but I still think it's interesting of this search for the perpetual search for the question. Who am I? Yeah. Um, And so if if we all have this, so who am I? We're the only creatures that have existential crises or identity crises. When, when you early on in early child development or child, you know, in at home or at school, church, whatever. If the answer to the question, who am I, is, well, you're defective. Think about how damaging that is. Yeah. But what that does to someone's trajectory. Yeah. And you see it in other areas. And I say this, you know, very much as as a white male, you know, the idea of privilege is, is, I, I accept, I accept that there's privilege. Absolutely. And I also see that, These labels, then that's really what racism is. Racism is like a really ugly version, like an evil version of marginalizing people by race, by the the color of their skin. Yeah,
1: well, I'll even say it's an easy, stupid way to survive racism. Right. Right. You know, equal, separate, but equal. Like, not even, I don't know if stupid is in the right word. Like, I don't think people are being, well, I think some people really do hate. But I think some decent people are like, well, no, date your own race and da 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 da, because they're like, it's not worth the trouble and the hassle,
0: right? Uh, And then so then I then I go to this, you know, all of race is a construct to a large to to entirely. There's no genetic difference between any of us, you know. um, You know, I I remember one time I was talking to somebody and they're like, we're talking about racial, so something to do with the various races and, um, and they said something like, well, they just uh, and they didn't mean this in a in a condemning way, but it was a very ignorant statement. Which is, um, well, they're just wired differently. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I said, oh what do you mean? Shit. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, they, they have different DNA, different genetics. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> they said, this person didn't believe me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm Google it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. The only, the only differences we have genetically are hair texture and skin color. Yeah you know, as far as DNA goes. And yeah. so you think about this is it, it, we've, I like to challenge every construct. Some of them are useful. It's like whoever's, I heard it from Ron Price. Yeah, of, I know it's that, like, that yeah, all systems are flawed. Some are useful. I don't know who the original person that quoted that is. I also, I haven't read it yet, but I heard Jordan Peterson talking on, uh, I think he was on Tim Ferriss. Um, I don't remember which podcast he was on Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss, one of those or in his new book that which is another 12 rules for life he talks about don't casually disparage an institution so that's the that's the spectrum here is on one end we want to challenge all constructs but we don't want to casually disparage an institution
1: yeah yeah well like I'm picturing myself in the uh, you know i don't like high school i don't like whatever or didn't like those things or my uh, job the worst job ever but if i'm in the woods and I'm like trying to survive, and all of a sudden I see McDonald's. I'll be like, I I can use it, you know. Versus I hate their burgers. Um, but going back to you, I, I and I don't think this is right, but I'll bolt something. The people who end up giving you this label, uh, or or me, and actually I was gonna say like share. I think you've kind of shared what people. Diagnosed or labeled you as? I never really did. I I always consider myself lazy. Even today, in this moment, before and after this podcast, Juan, you're a lazy. You don't try hard. All these right. other things. Um, but not necessarily clinical. But the people who say that, the people who judge and label, mm-hmm. they got a few fucking things wrong with them. And right. even and you know, actually on another podcast, we'll probably talk about it your Jordan Petersons your your are really confident people who who are t- instructing the world on what to do I'm like that this cool stuff and I'm like the way I see people take this stuff and run with it yeah. I'm like uh-oh um and to right. me that person who's going to go out there you you're going to if you if you really mean well I think like a good parent or I should say a grandparent versus a parent grandparents a little bit more gray not literally oh maybe literally <laughs> but <laughs> then then a parent who is good like this is right or wrong go to college or don't they, they're going to be very yeah. b- binary about it whereas a grandparent's going to be more dust in the wind yeah, dude i think
0: that's cultural though i think that depends um yeah that, yeah think, yeah that's true yeah but i, I understand the point that kind of the you know the meta the metaphor um and yeah that's where that's why that's why I don't think that, you know, paraphrasing Jordan Peterson, which, you know, about don't casually disparage institutions is I would say don't casually label people with psychological terms. Yeah. It's just don't casually do it yourself or anyone else. Yeah. Um, I think of Byron Katie in her book um, loving what is and her, her four questions called the work. And the first is how do you know that's true? Like, what's the evidence that that's true? Yeah. Um,
1: well, the, like and, and
0: you think about this too. We see we have a we have a a, a chronic outbreak um, of anxiety and depression. You know, you see opioid addiction is through the roof. Suicide rates are way high, especially in wealthier families, uh, wealthier communities. Um, and what we what, what we are struggling with is an absence of meaning in the world and i absolutely believe the people that are labeled as like whether it's down syndrome, aspergers, autism, add, adhd, ocd, all of those all of those people that have had those labels they are the ones that are are that are best equipped, are uniquely equipped to bring meaning back into the world because let's say this most of them are either entrepreneurs or artists or both. Yeah. And that's how you evolve a society with entrepreneurs and artists. Yeah. Not preachers and politicians. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and well, but again, labels again, because I was going to say, no, I wouldn't say entrepreneurs because to me, entrepreneurs, but again, your definition is probably slightly different than mine, is how do we make a profit? How do we optimize? How do we streamline? How do we move the needle? Uh, you said it on a couple episodes again, Western I think you're talking about Europe when they, when they stretch really, really good about logic and systems and any business that struggles to get off the ground usually is lacking some logic and systems, but it even, but then those things become stale. It's the, do you know who Temple Grandin is? Mm -hmm. She, uh, she went to ASU. She's probably in her sixties now, but she was autistic. But has made all she did a TED talk, all the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know who that with is. The cows, with the cows, like she understood yes, uh-huh. yes, that's an aesthetic or a harmonious, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, And to me, that's not most entrepreneurs. Those are the those entrepreneurs are the ones who make the quantum leaps. The, the Steve Jobs, the Disneys, the princes. Yeah. Um, so
0: I would. That's where I would go back to this the label of an entrepreneur is if you are not making a positive impact in the world, I don't think you're an entrepreneur. I, yes. I think you're something else. Yeah. I think that you're a business person maybe, or you're, a, but to me, entrepreneur is a level of, entrepreneur is a level of consciousness.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, which is like, and it doesn't mean there's not, you know, um, these people are flawless. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think of someone like Dan Price, who. That's an entrepreneur. He is changing the world and the way he's doing yeah. things.
1: Well, and like, I, I feel like in this game, I'm really excited. I was like, the definition of like running, like with what Root River's about, like, is not what I don't know. I'm trying to think of a what's the, guy Kawasaki, you know, or like, not that it's bad, but it's about, hey, do real, like, why are there so many real estate life coaches? Uh, like, it's not a problem, but what Root River's about is a little bit deeper. Um, right. And, but it's hard enough to make money. And then to care, but I, I I was just doing an EQ thing yesterday, emotional intelligence, and I was like, there's a lot of jerk bosses. Like clearly, you don't need EQ um, to do to make money, but right. if you want people to engage with you and you want to move people, um, you you kind of need to tap into that empathy. Now, I believe sociopathic people do it pretty well. Sure. Um, you know, you can manipulate. But in terms of that labeling that that I think you were originally we, we kind of weaved in and out of a bunch of stuff like we always do. And um, but I think that I, I definitely haven't given a lot of thought to the technical terms. That was not something that I um, was holding me back. I was a, an 80s kid trophy for everything. I should be the president. And that's why I'm like, well, you're pretty lazy one. This is all
0: you you've done. Right. It's, it's comparison. That's the other thing. Anything of the e- all comparisons of the ego, some of its useful so
1: yeah um yeah so actually let's wrap up here i don't i think my wife's called me add are you did you ever were you technically ever like assign something that I was
0: it i have been diagnosed with adhd yes okay um
1: was that in school
0: no they didn't that didn't exist back then it's a um, recent a recent like assessment in the last few years gotcha when you know when i would go to you know my a therapist and be like i have these things and finally somebody's like well if you're a kid, we call it ADHD and I'm like, well, I come from a generation that, you know, that those type of labels didn't exist when I was young.
1: Yeah. Um, but when you were told so, it, was it told as a positive or did you originally told it was taken as a negative?
0: Um, no, the therapist was, was just like, she She was more just like, matter of fact about it. It's, gotcha. It just grew. It, 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 it increased my awareness exponentially about how, how, um, ill-fitting society modern society is for people that are uh, have some varying degree of those um particular tendencies that i talked about gotcha um and and then that's where i started that and then that's where i started thinking about like why why are we so casually giving these labels to people yeah as disorders yeah you know what it's a gift yeah it's a gift that's what they should call it. Yeah. It's a gift.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like people make fun of all the time, like, oh, don't say handicap or retard or stuff. Say like, and,
0: and people are like, oh, whatever. It's like, well, that, no, la- language, is that language is important. Language is important. And so is not being an asshole yes. in the process too. And it doesn't mean that being sensitive, being sensitive, just like it's being sensitive does not make you, it's not political correctness. It's sensitivity. Political yes. correctness is a, which is a term that comes from communism. Yeah, that's a different thing. Um, it's similar to cancel culture. It's really not cancel culture most of the time. It's accountability culture. Is yeah. the market is telling you we don't want your shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, you should coin that uh, term. Huh? You should coin that term if it's not someone else's already.
0: Which one? Oh, account- okay. Oh, the account- term that you're out there now that that? Accountability culture—that that's—it's kind of used out there in that kind oh, okay. of world. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: All right. Well, cool. I, I feel like I wanted it a little positive, so that, that yeah. we're, there's a glimmer <laughs> there. So, so perk, right. perk up, audience. All right, man. I'll see you for the next one.